and welcome to episode 3 of the Cyber Security Happy Hour, where I discuss all things cyber. I am your host, Christy Ogibere, and I hope you're doing very well. The topic for this episode is recovering from a phishing attack. Talk about recovering from a phishing attack. I will explain how phishing works and how you can be more alert to this type of attack in order for you to be protected and also your personal and corporate data be protected also. Why am I discussing this topic? Because it seems that this problem will not go away. Explain by really telling you what phishing is. Phishing is a type of social engineering used to acquire useful information about a target. So a target could be a person or it could be an organization. So, so information that they are interested in are usernames, password, credit card information details, and the attacker will pretend to be someone else um, originating from a trustworthy source or from social media. It is a form of fraud again in which the attacker make all effort to learn information and as I said, masquerading as a reputable entity uh, in emails and other communication channels. The purpose is to get information about corporate trade secrets. They might use the victim's machine as a denial service agent. They would like to have access to confidential information. They want to also get gain banking credentials and login details as well, and the addresses and personal information of the victim. Various methods of phishing. An employee may receive an email and it may appear that is from their bank, supplier, or could be a trusted third party. This email will ask the employee to log into their account and within that email there will be a hyperlink. So that's the first step. They receive the email, there'll be a hyperlink with some instructions and ask the employee, which in this instance is the victim, to click on that email and things would start to occur from there on. Once the link is clicked and the employees enter their login credentials, these credentials are captured and we use to log in by the attacker. So have spear phishing. Spear phishing targets a group of users. These usually are top executives, such as the CEO, CFO of large corporations. Now what these C-suites have in common is that they have access to strategic information, and this information could be mergers and acquisitions, highly confidential information as well. Type of phishing is the phone phishing, where the cyber criminal calls up somebody and say this from, the, from their bank and they want to do some sort of maintenance on their account and asks them to put, provide them with their username and passwords. And it, usually these targets are the elderly. So the elderly uh, are the main targets and again, they act on using fear 
they might inform them that they are concerned, inform the victim that are concerned with some activities on their bank account details uh, or some account, some details on their accounts, i.e. money is coming in and out and they would like to uh, have an oversight over it. And this is a scare where, and, and unfortunately, the victim hands over these credentials and these credentials are reused again. Another method of phishing is using social media. Now, when I mean social media, I mean like Facebook, for example, you can use Twitter. And this type of attack occurs when the user receives a message from, it appears that it comes from a trusted so contact or source or friend. The message might say, you have won a prize, um, such as a holiday. You've won a holiday to the Bahamas. And when the user clicks on that link, then malware will be downloaded on packs. And the purpose of the malware is to steal financial data. Differences between whaling and spear phishing. Well, spear phishing is more direct. It targets a specific organization and employees. And the purpose is, is to obtain sensitive information. Now, this type of attack is not done on the spur of the moment. It is done, requires a lot of planning and reconnaissance. It can also still target um, the top official, top management as well. Examples of phishing attacks are um, an email might pop up in your browser stating that your computer system has been infected with a virus and some sort of data breach. A link might also pop up so that you can resolve that issue. As soon as you do this and you enter your personal data, this is captured remotely by a cyber criminal. It doesn't matter if it's a corporate email or a personal email like your Hotmail, your Outlook account. The methods that the attackers use are the same. What can you do to prevent phishing attacks or phishing emails? Check the email if you can to see if it's coming from a legitimate source. Now, if you receive an email with a hyperlink redirecting to a website and appears it is coming from your bank, uh, do not click on it. To improve your security, install antivirus. These antivirus should be updated daily, I mean the signatures should be updated daily so that it will prevent these attacks from happening. Now, of course, I know you've got to use the internet, but only ensure that you enter sensitive data in secure websites. And what do I mean by secure websites? I mean, when you look at the web address and you see a padlock there, that means they're using a certificate to and there's a certificate with uh, keys that encrypt the data when it leaves your browser to the server. So the data is encrypted as it goes backwards and forwards through this, um, to the lifetime of the transaction. Once it is encrypted, 
even if the cybercrime harvested information, they cannot read that data because they do not have the encrypt decryption keys. Remember, although I've used the example of online banking, that's the phishing can be any any of your accounts, sensitive accounts. It could be your national lottery accounts, for example. Uh, it could be your uh, social media account as well. So it's really just use strong passwords and two-factor authentication as well to prevent uh, these your information from being harvested. What if you feel that you have been compromised already or you're in the process of being compromised? So the first thing you should do is disconnect your device immediately and you should go offline. So what I mean offline, disconnect from your Wi-Fi network. And if you're using a cable, Ethernet cable, disconnect from there as well. When you do this, it will prevent the attacker from installing some kind of malware onto your computer. So you've kind of broken that link. Other things you can do, you can back up your data regularly. So you can have a period of time when you want to back up your data. You can do it daily, weekly, but most important, your data should be backed. So when I say back, back up your data, you can back up to back it to another device or you can back up to the cloud. So if your information is compromised, you can rebuild from the backup that you have. Now we're going to talk about ongoing monitoring. Now, let's say nothing's happened, but to keep an eye on your personal information, uh, I would advise for you to subscribe to organizations that can assist you in monitoring your data, just in case. So, for example, some of the ones, one of those that are free are ClearScore. I mean, you don't have to apply for credit, but it will help you to see, uh, to monitor your data. It can provide alerts, uh, email alerts, just in case your email has shown up somewhere, multiple sites, for example, and your credentials have been sold. Uh, if somebody obviously uses your personal information to apply for credit, you'll be alerted as well. So that early intervention will help you um, reduce the impact. Invest in a VPN, which is a virtual private network. What the VPN does, it allows you to, uh, to browse the internet and in a secure manner. So with the, with the VPN, they would have various servers around the world and you can specify which servers that you wish to log on to. For example, if you would like to log on to a server in America, then of course you it would dis the primary purpose is for, for it to disguise your IP address. So and also the data is being encrypted as well. So they don't really know where you are, where, where you are located as well. So um, that's something I would advise. Um, there are paid versions as well as um, free versions as well. Um, so that this would give you that further defense in protecting your personal information. Remember to change your password. So if you go to, to any site and let's say all was well, but you should periodically change your password um, so that you know, even if you, your password should not be reused, 
and make sure the password is strong. So change your password on a regular basis and, and do not use the same passwords on various platforms. So you have, you know, have a strong, create a strong password. And I mentioned in the pre one of the previous episode, you can use a password manager. I know it's quite challenging to remember long password and complex password. So uh, there are various uh, password managers which can assist you uh, in in doing this in achieving this. Other ways you can defend against phishing is by installing um, um, an extension on your browser. So if you're using Chrome, there'll be an extension that would help fight against these types of attacks or prevent them from um, occurring in the first place. So um, if you go to Chrome and then you type in the keyword phishing and there should be one that will support you. And what does this do? It helps prevent something called drive-by malware drive-by malware. So that is drive-by malware is that sometimes when you go to a website, um, that website might be already infected, uh, have a malware embedded in it. Um, so when you go in there, unfortunately, if you do not have the adequate protection, you may be, um, your device may be infected. And we know, but I've discussed what the consequences are of that. If in the workplace, the employer has the responsibility to educate the employees by identifying what the threats are from, from phishing, um, the different types of spear, different types of phishing attacks, spear phishing whaling attacks as well, and also um, assist them or educate them how to recognize and report any sort of suspicious activities uh, from any untrusted sources. Um, as, as, as also, organizations should have some kind of social media policy where they can educate employees what they're allowed to share on social media and if, well, information about uh, the company assets and corporate information, really. So it, it gives them that education on what they're allowed to share and what they're allow, allowed to share. Because if they share sensitive information, either deliberately or accidentally, so this, the attacker can use it as, as a form of intelligence and use it against the organization as well as the employees as well. Now, sometimes in the work in organization, um, some them um, in finance department, they may receive fake emails uh, from uh, fake suppliers. Now, what an what what an organization can do to really reduce this threat is to verify any requests for payment of invoices. So for example, if they send the invoice via email, then you're gonna use an alternative uh, method to verify, such as you can use a telephone call to, to call the, the supplier directly, a verify telephone number, and uh, they should uh, verify the account numbers, etc. as well. So the, the, the invoice recipient suppliers as well. So they need to tell us what the informations are. We can also decide to verify it possibly with the bank if necessary um, to protect your finances. Because if this, um, if you pay this invoice, as I said, a, a corporation or, or personally as well, um, then that once that money is left to your account, it's very hard to recover. And the inconvenience of trying to recover uh, funds is frustrating. For, uh, corporate environment, 
Um, you should install some kind of tier list, transport list, uh, security certificate. Again, what does this do? Again, it ensures that the traffic from the organization website is secure. And that will protect any information from your company server to any of the, your client and the client's browser as well. So um, advice is to install TLS certificates. Do a full scan of your computer and also any external drives uh, to ensure that you do not have any viruses or malware. So do a full scan. It does take, take a while, but that would give you peace of mind to uh, which tells you that your environment is as pristine as possible. We can't really eliminate all risk. What we're trying to do is kind of manage um, manage these risks by doing the right thing in the first place, by being proactive. So I said, most importantly, you will have some kind of peace of mind um, after if you continue to do this on an ongoing basis. Because unfortunately, the attacker is never going to stop. I said the, the phishing email is not phishing is not a new form of attack. It's been reused time and time again. And the re reason why it's been reused time and time again is because it's it's still successful. Okay. Well, thank you very much for listening today. Um, I would love to hear from you. You can follow us on Instagram. Uh, our handle is CyberSecHappy. I repeat that, CyberSec Happy. And I want to thank you for listening and downloading. Please leave a review uh, for us. Until next time, goodbye.